Welcome to Singles Club. So, right, this is a subsection of the Not A Diving podcast, which is normally behind the paywall. It's normally Patreon only. But since we're doing Pledge Drive Week for Patreon, I'm making this one free to air. So if you're not aware, we are running a one-week special where if you sign up to Patreon, you can get a couple of free goodies. So if you sign up to the Solidarity tier, which is a regular tier, four bucks a month, you get a 50% off voucher to spend at Bandcamp, hotflush.bandcamp.com. But if you sign up to the Musicality tier, which is 10 bucks a month and basically gets you on to the Hot Flush promo list, you get a free Musicality t-shirt and it is a bad boy t-shirt. If you check my socials, you'll see a picture of it. It's charcoal gray, black text, Hot Flush logo, it looks sick, basically. So, yeah, that's what we're doing here. And that is why this episode of Singles Club is on the regular feed. Just to give you a heads up on that. Because we have a great community. A great community on the Discord, but we want more people. So, yeah, if you haven't done already, which you probably haven't if you're listening to this, then get involved. Patreon.com slash official. Get involved. Right, Singles Club. What is Singles Club? Basically, I listen to 10 tracks from a given chart, usually suggested to me by someone on the Discord, someone uh, who's involved in the community. Like I said, we have a great community. So I listen to the top 10 of whatever chart it is. So, for example, I've done the Spotify Global Top 50, the UK Top 50. I've done the Slovakian Top 50. Um... I listen to each track once and I give you my reaction. So like such is my level of ignorance with regards to modern music. I've almost never heard these tracks before. So it really is a shooting from the hip hot take, generally speaking. And we try and keep it lighthearted. You know, I try and I try and analyze them in a, in a uh, reasonably serious way. But, you know, by definition, quite a lot of this music is terrible. So... I don't know. I, I I try and um I try and be fair, reasonably fair anyway. <laughs> right. So today we are doing the Spotify viral top fifty for the UK. Now I didn't know that such a thing existed as viral charts. So this was suggested to me by DNGDWN on the Discord. And apparently he works in an area where he's forced to listen to these viral charts. So Mm, yeah, sympathy going out to you, mate. But um, yeah, I was, as I said, unaware that these things existed. So I, so I obviously looked into it. And so the definition of a viral chart on the uh, community.spotify.com page is a kind of question and answer thing. And the answer that's marked as a solution says as follows. I assume it works in the same way that Billboard does their trending artist page. Basically, they take all the analytics from socials and all the other data, tally them up and see who's being talked about the most based on blogs, people tweeting, etc., etc. Most of the time, these artists are already established, but they just haven't made it into the mainstream, which basically means, okay, so these people have pretty decent performance, but are not household names or whatever. So there's a reasonable chance that I'm never going to have heard of any of them. 
But like I said, even on the main charts, I've hardly ever heard of anyone anyway. So, you know, that just <laughs> says whatever it says about me and my engagement with modern music. It doesn't say much, actually, does it really? I'm thinking about it. In fact, it says, mm. what it does say is probably not good <laughs> anyway. Right. So viral top 50 United Kingdom on Spotify. I'm just looking at it. We're going to do 10 tracks, like I said. So we'll do the top 10. Now, there is one track in the top 10 that we have done on a previous episode of Singles Club, and that is Smack Yo by Beltran, which is on the Solid Grooves label. So if you want to hear what I said about that, then sign up to Patreon and listen to the last episode of Singles Club, I guess. I was... um. Harsh but fair, I think, would be a good way of summing up my uh, instant review of that tune. So we're going to start at number 11 on this chart. Like I said, it's Thursday the 3rd of November. These charts change every day or probably every minute and really move around a lot. But as I've opened it now in Spotify, we're going to go as I can see it. But yeah, starting at number 11 because number 7 is something I've already done. So we're going back down to... Number 11, which is Poland by Lil Yachty. Let's take a listen to this, shall we? Okay. So, never heard of this guy before. Quick wiki. That's that's part of the rules, actually. I've got the duration of the song to do whatever research that I need to do. So quickly Googled him. He's an American rapper who signed, in June 2016, signed a joint venture record deal with Motown Capital Records and Quality Control Music. Right, so (laughs) um, if you listen to my episode of the main pod this week with Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs, you will know what I think about major record labels and the deals that they sign and how they're almost never a good idea. But not judging here. So basically, this is kind of like mumble rap, I guess. I thought that stuff was over. I thought it was way over. And what is notable about the production here is that I'm pretty sure they're using the um, the vibrato function on the auto-tune plugin. Because his voice definitely doesn't sound like that naturally. And it sounds really bad. It, <laughs> like that function on autotune is just, I mean, it's, it's just not good and should never be used. And if you're going to use it, then use it as an effect. And I suppose that's what they're doing here. But it's just, um, it's not really engaging, is it? It's not grabbing me as some cool shit. Like, yeah, when, when Auto-Tune first came out, I was like, yeah, this sounds great. It's like some super sort of engaging, distinctive effect. And now it's just like, fucking hell. Like, is this all you've got? Yeah, this tune was quite shit, frankly. It was mm, really, really quite bad. And like I said, mumble rap, really, now, 2022? I'm probably wrong about that. I should mention to people who aren't regular listeners, that I don't know anything about music. <laughs> so if I make a pronouncement like mumble rap is over, I might be completely wrong. That was just my uh, perception. Okay, that was not a great start. Number 10 on the chart 
is by Rosa Walton and Hayley Coggins. And the track is called I Really Want to Stay at Your House. So let's take a listen to this. Okay, that was fucking terrible. Basically, I've got a bit of a beer in my bonnet having done a few of these about how bad British music production is versus North American music production. (laughs) And it's an enormous generalisation. And then, of course, there are exceptions. But my God, that was shit. So, okay, Rosa Walton, right, is from a band called Let's Eat Grandma. And she wrote and produced this song. And it's from a video game, Cyberpunk 2077. And that's that's from 2020, right? So it says a lot about the music industry that a video game soundtrack song from 2020 is in the viral chart in November 2022. It doesn't say much positive it does say a lot (laughs) basically it's a really by the numbers pop song but the production just stands out as being awful i mean it just sounds crap and like basically in the chorus sections these like really badly programmed drums come in and there's a really cheap bit of effects going on the vocals and it just sounds so fucking amateur. It really sounds like a... like <sighs> It's just terrible. Objectively terrible. I'm, I'm someone who... I mean, I don't, I don't think any music is objectively terrible. Let's, let me just caveat that. But, I mean, this track is as close to being objectively bad as I think it's possible to, to come. Production-wise, anyway. I mean, this song is fine. You know, it's a nice pop song, a kind of emo-y pop song. But fucking hell, man. Bad, really bad and indicative of <laughs> trends in the music industry and gaming. Gaming's so huge. Like the, the market in gaming is bigger than movies and music combined, right? The total global market. And that, I think, explains a lot here. It explains a lot. And the stand, if the standard of music is, is this, then it's not surprising that music is worth so little, right? <laughs> it's fucking shit. Fucking shit. Right, okay. Number nine in the charts is by Mons, all capital letters, Mons, M-O-N-S-S. Never heard of him, who they are, whatever. And the track is called Flute. Let's give us a go. Right, I actually like that. I think that's good. I was desperately trying to find out what the fuck it is, like where it's come from uh, whilst that was playing. There's no other releases on the label, which makes me suspicious that it might be a major label thing that they've kind of repackaged. Quite often I'm highly 
cynical and bitter about using a sort of underground genre to sell a pop song. That's kind of a theme which has emerged during Singles Club episodes. But actually, on this in this case, I think it actually works quite well. Like it's a very old school kind of drum and bass track, but with um, kind of a nice understated vocal on top. Yeah, I mean it was it was fine. It was absolutely fine. I was just speaking through, so I think Sub Focus charted it on uh, on Beatport. I don't know. I mean, it's obviously so. It's in the viral chart, right? So it's it's making moves somewhere. Maybe it, maybe it's a TikTok thing. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't stick out to me as something that's just a kind of an obvious. There's no obvious kind of viral hook to it, really. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. I mean, it's obviously when you're hearing something once and for the first time, like there are there's obviously shit that you miss. But like, no, I thought that was that was that was a decent track. That was a decent track. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not all bad. It's not all bad here. Right, number eight. It's MFS, track and title Bow. Let's check this. Okay, so now it's this has turned into me desperately trying to find out why each of these tracks has gone viral. <laughs> so, okay, obviously never heard of yeah, MFS or this tune before. Turns out this is a Japanese rapper, I think, if I'm to believe what I've just hastily looked up. But it's from Overwatch 2 video game. Now, yeah, this makes total sense. The last track is probably from a video game too. As we said before, video games, wow, just the market is huge, right? Enormous. So that's got to drive tons and tons of this viral stuff. So this is from Overwatch. I've never played Overwatch. Apparently it's good. Not a huge gamer. I mean, I do like, I like Breath of the Wild and that kind of shit. Video games have always been a big part of my life since I was very young. So I guess a big part is probably over-egging it, actually. <laughs> a part of my life. <laughs> anyway, the track. Um, yeah, so apparently Japanese. I uh, wouldn't have been able to tell that. I mean, everything seems to be Korean these days, so I just kind of assumed it was Korean, but apparently it's Japanese. And it's a kind of, you know, trappy, you know, fentanyl <laughs> hip-hop <laughs> is how I'd describe that genre these days, which is probably a little bit offensive, but whatever i'm pretty sure fentanyl is a fairly popular drug amongst the people who make and listen to that music maybe that's unfair maybe that's unfair i mean fentanyl jesus i that's i mean i generally speaking will do pretty much any drug but i'd probably draw the line there just because it's like i mean i'm not going to get into conspiracy theories here but seems like maybe that was made by some hostile power with a particular purpose in mind <laughs> probably anyway but you know it's yielding some decent music potentially i mean i'm reaching here really badly fentanyl hip-hop i mean maybe that's maybe it's already a genre i don't know anyway the track was all right it was fine you can imagine it kind of like i think it's like the theme tune to one of the like the the kind of bad guys in overwatch 2 i think that's what i 
ascertained from extremely hastily looking around on the internet on the webs so yeah i mean this is where we are this is a viral chart right so this is the least surprising thing ever that we're getting video game themes on it anyway that was could have been worse the track could have been worse it was fine it was fine i'm sure if you're on fentanyl then it would be better but hmm, i'm just guessing there all right okay so number seven as mentioned we've already heard it it's called smack yo by beltran if you want to know what I think of it, then subscribe to Patreon and listen to the last episode of Singles Club. I'm not massively charitable about it, but, you know, whatever. Number six in the chart, Oliver Tree and Robin Schultz, and it's called Miss You. Let's check this out. Right, that was hands down the worst thing we've heard so far. It was absolutely fucking appalling. And this guy, Oliver Tree, I've noticed, has another tune in this chart. So he's obviously doing something right. But Robin Schultz is, I think, the DJ. So I think Oliver Tree is the singer and then Robin Schultz is the quote-unquote producer. And... I am sceptical. I, I know nothing about this dude, right? So this is a complete like shot in the dark. But this sounds like some famous DJ getting ghost reduced to me. But maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong about that. Hold my hands up. Either way, the track is fucking awful. And <laughs> when the beat comes in, like it's like the intro is just this kind of like, you know, piano-y, woo, you know, whatever. And then the beat comes in and it's like, wow, it's 1996, but not good 1996, really bad 1996. <laughs> what is going on here? I, I quickly looked. I don't think this is, this is not a video game soundtrack, I don't think. So it must be a TikTok thing. I mean, all kinds of bullshit gets big on TikTok, fair play. But... The fact that this dude, Oliver Tree, has got two in the charts is ringing alarm bells. I mean, this was genuinely, genuinely awful. I mean, I knew there was going to be bad stuff in this chart. It was obvious that there was going to be. I mean, the fact that there's any good stuff at all is a bonus. But, wow, even by the standards of something like this, I mean, this is like sub-Cotton Eye Joe level stuff, <laughs> really. And by the way, fuck you to whoever it was who played Cotton Eye Joe in Panorama Bar. Just as a sidebar, fuck you to whoever that was. I don't know who it was, but whoever you are, fuck you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was called Miss You. And weirdly enough, number five is also called Miss You. That's strange. I mean, mm, that's kind of... Like, so we talk about the manual. The, the manual by the KLF, which they wrote after their number one hit in 1989, I think it was which is essentially a list of rules about how to get a number one hit. And I'm not sure if using the word you is in there, but it's definitely, that's kind of like one of the golden rules of pop is to use the word you quite a lot. So if you're singing directly to the, to the listener, but two consecutive tracks entitled Miss You in a viral chart. I think I can see what's going on here. Right, this next one, number five, Miss You by Southstar. Let's check this out.
<laughs> oh my god. Okay, so uh, this is a headline from the Independent. Producers South Star and Robin Schultz in row over copycat Oliver Tree remix. Oh my god. Oh my god. I've just I've been forced to listen to the worst tune ever twice in a row. They're exactly the same. So I don't know what the row is. I don't know who made the first one. Okay, so Southstar has accused Robin Schultz of releasing an exact copy of his remix. And it is an exact copy of his remix, with both songs charting in the UK Top 40. So I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say this Robin Schultz guy is probably a bit of a cunt. And I'm just just going from this incident. (laughs) If not him, then some significant person in his team or the collective of his team. If you're going to rip something off, rip something good off. Seriously, this was awful. And maybe it was a hit, but I mean, there's loads of hits that aren't this bad. (laughs) Really, just fucking die, all of you. I know that's not a nice thing to say, but honestly, I think it's justified in this instance. This is... 20% 20% of the UK viral top 10 is this track. <laughs> make it stop. Please make it stop. And this dude, Oliver Tree, his voice is so... It's just bullshit. It's just some average fucking... Yeah, I can sing out well. Like, probably. And... <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't think things were going to get this bad. I knew this was going to be bad, but I didn't think it would be this bad. Wow. Okay, just one more shout out to that kind of bad 96 drum pattern and bass pattern. Jeez, is this, is, this, is this really where we are in 2022? I think it is. Okay, let's hope number four is better. Oh my God, it's Oliver Tree again. That's three consecutive tracks with fucking Oliver Tree. Okay, it's called Worth Nothing, so at least it's not the same tune. And it's by Twisted and Oliver Tree. So, okay, let's listen to this. It's the same fucking vocal. (laughs) It's the same fucking vocal. What the fuck? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what is happening? I mean, in fairness, this is the best backing track of the three. I don't know how they got away with calling it something different. <laughs> it's still shit. It's marginally better than the other two. But what what's happening? What is happening? Oh my God. Whoever wrote that line is coining it. Coining it. I bet it wasn't Oliver Tree who wrote it. I'm just guessing there. That's probably really unfair, but (laughs) I bet it wasn't him. That was also the shortest of the three, which was Merciful. I mean, I'm I'm honestly lost for words. It's just fucking hell. 
I mean, I th- I thought like after that second one, the South Star one, I said I knew this was going to be bad. I didn't think it was going to get worse. I'm seriously worried about the last three tracks in this chart now. Really, really worried. I mean, none of them say all of a tree, but then the second one didn't say all of a tree either. They might all be this vocal. There's a serious possibility that the, the last three tracks may just be that vocal as well. And it's a shit vocal. It's not even a good vocal. Oh, fuck. Fucking hell. <laughs> okay, number three. Uh, I think this sounds like it's probably from a video game, actually. It's called Giga Chad Theme, the Funk House version. I'm going to guess that that's, yeah, some kind of video game thing. By G3OX underscore EM. I'm not going to try and pronounce that. All right, let's listen to this. I was desperately trying to figure out what the fuck this thing is and I ran out of time but um, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's some video game shit it's definitely some sort of uh, anime type I don't know thing I think there's a version of it in which Hans Zimmer has something to do with it's definitely some big budget kind of new media thing anyway which I don't really understand hang on I'm on some Reddit page now. No, I'm not allowed to do this. I ran out of time. Um, okay, so the track is fine. It's all right. There's some really questionable, like, production tricks going on with, like, cutting, like, kind of DJ-type cutting, which just, they just don't sound good. They really sound quite bad in places and really like, just gimmicky, but, like, in the worst possible way. Like, you just didn't need to do this. The tune was completely fine on its own without you needing to make it sound like DJ EZ is kind of cutting in and out of it. Uh, (laughs) So, thumbs down for that. It was a much, much, much appreciated welcome relief from the previous three tracks. I can say that. Yeah. You know, it could have been worse. I mean, like I said, as as a kind of dance track, it it was fine. You know, unremarkable, but but okay, inoffensive, inoffensive. Apart from those production tricks, I mean, all they did was automate the fucking master volume. <laughs> like, come on, come on, guys, you can do better than that. Surely you can do better than that. But it was, yeah, not not as bad, not as bad as the previous uh, previous three. Three, thirty percent of this chart was that fucking vocal. <laughs> I still can't get over that. Jeez. Really fucking terrible. Anyway, okay. Okay, I need to calm down. And there's only two more to do here. So we're nearly done. We're nearly through this. Okay, number two is called Messy in Heaven. And it's by Ven B and Goddard. I have no idea which Goddard it is. Maybe Joe Goddard? No, probably not. Uh, let's just give this a go. This is a little messy in Cocaine on a night out. Eyes wide open, dilated, but he's fine now. And if his father finds out, then he probably knocks his eyes out. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. So lyrics are what stand out here. And I'm just going to read something uh, from a Google search result. In fact, there's about 10 Google search results which have this. So, <laughs> Vembi, who I think is the singer, says, Messy in Heaven is not a religious song or meant to offend anyone. <laughs> I mean, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Like, the, the, the main hook line is, Jesus did cocaine on a night out, right? And I think you may have misunderstood the nature of religious people if you <laughs> if you say that's not intended to offend anyone. I mean, I'm not a religious guy, far from it. But I think if you were a hardcore Christian, you might find that quite offensive. Possibly. I'm just I'm just putting that out there. It's possible that you might not be too keen on that. <laughs> And also, it's probably fair to say that if certain other religions were the subject of these lyrics, there might be a little bit more of a hysterical reaction. I'm just just putting that out there as a possibility. <laughs> anyway, um, another drum and bass track. And again, like sort of old school drum and bass. Similar sort of beat to the uh, the previous one. I've forgotten what it's called now. It was that memorable. Number nine. Yeah, that flute, flute track or whatever, oh, whatever it was. Yeah, the reason this is viral clearly is the lyrics, and it's a good, it's a good little, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good lyric. It's, it's you'll fucking, you will not forget it, that's for sure. And if you're religious, you definitely won't forget it. <laughs> you will be sending out bad vibes, very bad vibes, if you're a hardcore Christian and you heard that, very bad vibes. Personally, I just thought it was quite funny. And it does work. It absolutely does work. There's a second verse as well. I can't remember exactly what go how it goes, but you know, stuff stuff about uh coming down and shit and like, you know, your eyes are dilated, but you're alright now, that kind of thing. And <laughs> there's a there's a rich history of dance music about having thinly veiled lyrics about getting out of your head on various substances. And this is not a very thin veil on this one, <laughs> to say the least. But I mean yeah, just fine. One of the better tunes in the in the top ten for sure. One of the better ones. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> never apologize, never explain is usually the best approach to these things. And if every single Google result is you apologizing and explaining for your probably quite offensive track, then um, you probably didn't think it through too well <laughs> before releasing it, right? oh well we're done nearly just got one more this is the number one viral hit in the uk on thursday the 3rd of november 2022 so this better be good better be good it's called beat goes on in brackets rhythm to the brain by campbell now that title suggests to me there's going to be some 90 samples going on in this but i have no basis for saying that other than an educated guess i've never heard a track before as far as i know i've never heard any of these tracks before so so um yeah let's give it a go
Yeah, that was just an edit of And the Beat Goes On by The Whispers. I'm sure there was a 90s version of that, and I was just desperately trying to find it. I feel like it was a kind of fat boy slim version of that or some some shit like that, some like big beat, some dodgy like late 90s big beat version. Yeah, I mean, it's just a kind of boring tack house or like handbag house, high street house, that's the one. <laughs> that's the most accurate description of this kind of music. High street house adaptation of And The Beat Goes On by The Whispers. So... That was kind of a lame way to end this chart. Like, mm, I don't know. I mean, it must got to be a TikTok thing, right? Presumably. I'm guessing. It's not a video game thing, I don't think. And I think those are the two main routes to virality these days, video games and TikTok, probably. And yeah, yeah. You can imagine it playing in a fucking Yates's Wine Lodge in some town which I might mention to not offend everyone anybody <laughs> somewhere in England or Scotland or Ireland yeah that was just bullshit it was bullshit number one in the viral chart for that kind of shit I mean to be fair like that's the kind of thing I would have expected actually that kind of like really lazy by the numbers easy to do really really recognizable just bullshit tune and it's number one so I guess I was right I didn't expect to hear three versions of the same tune in this chart though (laughs) especially not really shit tune okay okay this has been singles club that's such a lame thing to end on wasn't it I was hoping to be able to like say something interesting about that chat but there's just nothing interesting whatsoever about it at all oh well oh well Okay, yeah, this has been Singles Club. If you've enjoyed it, then join us on Patreon because these go up most weeks. Do a different chart every time. It's quite fun. Get to slag off some rubbish music and occasionally be really nice about some great music, which I enjoy doing. I enjoy doing both of those things, actually. <laughs> it's not just the, uh, not just one or the other. And if you're enjoying the podcast generally then please sign up and support us on Patreon. This is the week to do it. Like I said, it's Pledge Drive Week. Free t-shirt, free 50% off voucher at Bandcamp. So do that shit if you're into what we're doing. It really helps us. It costs us money to do the show. And the more support we have, the better. No one's lining our pockets here. No one's getting rich doing this shit. But it is fun. I do enjoy doing it. But it would be easier to do it if I didn't have to do shit like, I don't know, edit every single podcast myself. (laughs) That would be better. I'd be able to do more if I didn't have to do that shit. You know, if you want more content, then it will directly correlate with you supporting the show via Patreon. And you get a free t-shirt, right? And it's a bad boy t-shirt too bad boy t-shirt okay like i said there will be stuff going up on patreon every day this week this is a psa so it'll be out on the regular feed but tune in well sign up on patreon and then log on tomorrow for more bonus shit and it's gonna be good shit too okay thanks for listening and i'll see you very soon (laughs) 